1: Hey, do you know what time it is? It's basketball time. That's right, NBA fans. The wait is over, and the hard court in the paint, B-ball is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook. Well, it's an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers can make any five-dollar NBA moneyline bet and get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA, and I do the bets to the Nuggets. How many times will I bet on the Nuggets to score 200 points this season? Three. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. hey everybody welcome to that's good broncos late night smooth sounds of football talking i'm brandon perna here with one will keys oh yeah you have the radio voice better than me yeah you just took it in a different you <laughs> you <laughs> went a uh, fucking duff man oh yeah <laughs> duff, man. duff man uh broncos fans are gonna need a lot of duff to get through the rest of the season good segue by me Uh, we're (laughs) gonna talk about their upcoming game in london a lot of broncos news i think out there uh a lot of possible trades could be blowing stuff up we don't really know russell wilson doing stretches on the plane courtesy of zach stevens and um, we're gonna get into it also like Hackett, how hot is his seat Will he really be fired if they lose this? There's so many rumors right now about the Broncos. Yeah. We got all the drama, which is great for us uh, as video podcasters, but as fans of the football team, it sucks. It's slowly killing us from the inside. Yeah. I, I'm i so dead inside as a football fan. We're pure capitalists right now. Yep. Money. Speaking of which, today's episode is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> Use code DNBR when you sign up over at DraftKings and benchwarmerbrew.com tomorrow, the 27th. My birthday bundle goes on sale. We got new handmade mugs, they're very expensive, but it's supporting local business. Handmade, these people handmade this shit. Uh, so you get a bag of my beans, the new mugs the 27th check it out at benchwarmerbrew.com um first thing i wanted to talk about cuz i think i'm talking titling this episode something about uh nathaniel hackett
0: and there's there's something about nathaniel hackett starring ben stiller and cameron diaz
1: yeah and brett Favre. and Bre- <laughs> yeah and he, brett Favre jizzes in Uh, Ben Stiller's hair, but we find out his jizz was stolen from poor people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I, I love it. The Fairley brothers uh, are on the phone with me right now. Yeah. Come on. Give me a movie. Okay. I've got one. (laughs) Brett Favre, but it's now. (laughs) Brett Favre, but he, he, you know, he jizzes in his Wranglers. Ooh. Through his copper fit. There is copper fit into his Wranglers, and they make yeah. him more soft and comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just start this over?
1: Nope. Uh, we've we don't podcasts, <laughs> no, we do not restart our podcast, no better or worse. Okay. So uh you put in the rundown. Do I believe the PFT reports that Hackett could be gone if they lose to the Jags? Um before I answer that, what I wanted to say was Hackett was on the hot seat. And then Russ, they don't play him because he's injured. And what we witnessed was the exact same offense with Brett Ripon. Now, it's a little tricky in that you can't expect a backup quarterback with one start to come in there and make your offense look good, right? Like, Yeah, of course. It's, those are unfair expectations for the guy going in. But that said, it the Broncos offense looked the exact same kind of bad with Brett Rippin. Like it, it it looked like nothing changed. The run game sucked. Actually pass protection I felt like was better in honestly, mm-hmm. but uh missed opportunity. Brett like he made some nice throws. He was off target on some throws like what you would expect. They just couldn't score fucking points. And they couldn't score points against another team that I don't think is great. The jets have a good defense. I think they're like the Broncos defense in that. How long will they hold up if they don't get anything back from their offense? I don't know. Right. But my takeaway was this is going to give more uh, firepower to the criticisms of Hackett because the offense looked horrible again and everybody's just going to be like, it is the coach hundred percent. It's the coach. And that might be true. Um, and that's why, you know, PFT can start saying Hackett will be fired if they lose. I don't know if there's anything coming out from the Walton Pinner group saying they're going to fire Nathaniel Hackett if he loses. I think it's just people making uh, educated guesses where new owners, like everybody says the same shit. Yeah, They didn't hire this guy. They can do whatever they want. They're embarrassed. All of that's true. But I don't think there's any actual news where it's like, yes, if Hackett loses, we're making some sweeping changes. Because when you do go to fire a a coach midseason, you got to ask what you're gaining from it. And I think you have more to gain from seeing if Hackett – can turn things around with Russell Wilson, then firing him now instead of at the end of the season, like, right? You're not going after, like the the Panthers did it right, so that Rule could get his next college coaching job quickly, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they don't have to pay him.
0: Uh, and he had been there for two years and showed yeah. it two two years and change and showed that he clearly wasn't the guy, regardless of who they put there at quarterback.
1: Correct. And I don't uh, think Hackett's yeah. the guy right now, but. It just seemed very premature.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you go back to, like, 1995, uh, it wasn't this bad, but Mike Shanahan's offense was not working, and the team was not good for the first half of the season. And then they started to figure it out uh, in the last half. I think they finished 7-9 or 8-8 and and cruised into the next season. Um, Not saying that's going to happen at all, but uh, personally, I think you have to be like a train wreck off the field. Or out of the building, or you know, you have to be like doing nefarious things uh, at a bar in Ohio while <laughs> your team's on a plane home from Thursday night football. Or yep. you have to be kicking the kicker, um, or signing Tim Tebow to play tight end—just uh, mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah, I think
1: Sending, uh, you have to go that emails, far. Homophobic emails <laughs> that are dug yeah. up by the NFL, like. Yeah, it's like... Oh my God, they got Zach Stevens' tweet on NFL Network right now. He's... I respect
0: wow. the Zach. He is gaming the system perfectly.
1: Yeah, right before the episode started, Will brought Zach's tweet to my attention, and it's about Russell Wilson stretching <laughs> on the flight from Denver to London, and Will was saying Zach knows, he knows how to play Twitter, and he just yeah. got NFL Networked. Wow. He, nice. Good job, Zach.
0: He's playing the game. He's playing the game. Uh I respect it. Um yeah, so I think with Hackett, like he hasn't he hasn't done anything like unprofessional. No, except for just not he just hasn't been good at his job.
1: Yep. And
0: I think to get fired <clears throat> before the one season mark, you have to do something like totally Urban Meyer-ish. Yeah. To get canned like that. Otherwise you know, like you're, said, you're sending a message to, you know, prospective coaches in the upcoming offseason that like, hey, you, you're you not even promised a season here. And that's yeah. kind of the deal is like, you know, y- you have to really, really be bad at your job to get fired after one season, but that's usually the limit. Like yeah. that's, that's usually um, our starting point for even talking about getting rid of a coach. Um, with the PFT reports, I actually put a little bit of credence into that because Mike Florio is a Vikings guy and he has connections with, um, with George, George Payton Payne? and oh. he's interviewed him a little bit. Ooh. So I think there's like a 50-50 chance that, yeah, I don't know, you know, maybe he has something there. Maybe he's just guessing, um, but it, it definitely muddies the water a little bit. We don't know at this point what kind of owners we have. Like, we don't know their decision-making style. We really haven't, like, seen them do anything um, except for these dumb fucking uh, white uniform, blue pants combination they're going to wear. I don't know what that was all about. That was stupid. Hey, man, everything else is going
1: wrong. Why not do that, too?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Maybe
1: they'll change it. (laughs) Here's what I... (laughs) what i would say is they're going to the ownerships letting george payton do his thing as a gm right that's what they said they're going to do so yeah, like hopefully. i don't know if they're going to come in and be like george you got to fire hackett but if i am the ownership group one i talk with george payton get his thoughts about hackett yeah and i talk to russell wilson or i if i'm george payton i talk to russell wilson and get his honest thoughts about why things aren't working and go from there because you're invested in Russell Wilson. You can't get rid of him. And if he doesn't think what they're doing offensively is working uh, with the way Hackett's approaching it, then, you know, maybe that gives you a little bit of a reason to, you know, move on now and try and figure out something else. The problem is they don't have somebody on the offensive side of the roster for of the coaching staff. Like if you lose Hackett, yeah, who are who we, we promoting? Like who's your head coach? Are you going to make Evero, who's doing a really good job with the defense, take on responsibilities for the whole team? No, I don't think it's, so. it's setting
0: him up to fail. Like yep. he's, he's in line for a head coaching job eventually. And I think making him an interim head coach, like right after he became a DC for the first time, uh, it would be a tremendous disservice to someone who's like clearly going to be a head coach someday.
1: Yeah. It's like, are you going to Clint Kubiak to have yeah. him be your OC? And um because like, oh yeah, by the way, how did it feel to see how easily you can be replaced, Will? Jeez. Uh I didn't even go into the comments at all. <laughs>
0: I was not interested. I watched the whole thing and I thought Derek Wolf did a great job. Um, but man, I
1: will miss his show. And who do I get to replace him? Derek Wolf. No big deal. I know what it feels like to be on the hot seat. <laughs> will, <laughs> will is on the hot seat. Um, <laughs> but what Wolf said was, you know, Kubiak, Clint Kubiak's got like the most coaching experience. Yeah. I, guess you, I mean, you have Dom Capers too. Of the offensive stat. Right, 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 okay. That's um, a good point. But I think, like, what I want to see is what we watch with the Bears in terms of uh, Getzee really tooling the offense to field strengths, committing yeah. to it, and them having success with it. It just seems like the Broncos' offense doesn't have an identity with the play calling, with execution. And I know there's – like, Hackett's – like, he gets a lot of shit, but he's right when he's saying that they're not – executing or capitalizing on a lot of their opportunities and that's what's really frustrating is it, the, the offense is bad but every time they have a chance to do something they don't and those opportunities have been there it's just
0: you know you know what's interesting is i think to be fair to nathaniel hackett i think russ watching the game on sunday against the jets and seeing nine points you know, a quarterback can get injured and come back and expect their job back. Um, I think maybe it would be in Nathaniel Hackett's best interest to um, maybe get sick or get injured for <laughs> yeah. just a game while Russell Wilson's at quarterback. Yeah. And, like, what are the chances a new coach is going to come in uh, for a week and Do like, make the offense look great? Like, probably not that good. So I think yeah. if we let Russ get that benefit of the doubt thing, you know, maybe Nathaniel Hackett pulls a Gary Kubiak, mm-hmm. 2016, Red and we find out that maybe the grass isn't
1: always greener. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to fake a heart attack. He has um, to, yeah. I mean, Kubiak didn't fake one. He had a real heart issue. No, didn't Pac- Wade Phillips Lynch
0: gave him a heart attack. Yeah.
1: Kubiak had a health thing, and he had it with the Texans before. Didn't yeah. Wade Phillips have a health issue? Um, I don't, I don't remember
0: that. I remember him getting like clobbered on the sideline against the Chargers oh, maybe in he just got.
1: Yeah, he got hurt. Um, I thought like before he came to Denver, he had like a health scare thing as well. But I can't. Yeah, remember. I, mean, I
0: wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Uh, anyway, the secret. I don't, I don't is know Wade find- like you do though. You, you know him better than me. Yeah. <laughs> Wade's a good friend of mine, personal friend of the show. Wade,
0: Derek Wolf, Gary Kubiak, all close personal friends.
1: Yeah. Um. So the Broncos are in London. They will play the Jags at 7.30 a.m. I'll be live streaming on That's Good Sports. Russell Wilson practicing. He wants to play. It's looking like he might play, which last week it sounded like he wouldn't play this week and that they're yeah. going to let him. Head into the bye and rest. Uh, do you think he plays?
0: Yeah, I do. I do. I think if um, if he wasn't playing, if there's any doubt that he was, you know, going to miss the game, I don't think he would have made it the trip. You know? Huh. So, because I don't know, he seems like a guy who likes to
1: travel, but
0: yeah, probably. I don't know. Does he get to bring his family? No, I don't know. They, they could probably. I'm sure they do travel whatever the fuck they wherever the want. hell they want in the offseason. Yeah. Who cares? They do what they want. Um, if but, he doesn't right.
1: play, would you want Josh Johnson to start instead of Rippon?
0: I don't think it matters. I would give Rippon another shot just to give him like some uh, momentum, maybe.
1: I don't know. I feel like the offense would be a little better with Josh Johnson, uh, but maybe not.
0: They should have <laughs> uh, thought about drafting someone, but I don't know.
1: Someone. Someone. I don't know. Gardner Minshew, trade Rippon and Johnson for Gardner Minshew. That's the only way yeah, the, I would feel good at this point.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Now that like Jalen Hurts is like really playing, like really hitting a stride, we've forgotten about Gardner Minshew. I know. It's sad. It's kind of sad.
1: He accomplished something, not even, well, I mean, Blake Bortles sort of did it. Trevor Lawrence has been playing well, but the Jags are still losing. But he looked good in Jacksonville. Yeah, Gardner Minshew, and he's never been given a fair chance since then. Nope. Uh, I would love to have him back up Russell Wilson. Uh, He is, yeah, he
0: is like, he's overqualified
1: to be a backup, and that's that's what—that's who you want as a backup. Um, maybe you want to back up your personal Brinks truck after you win big with DraftKings Sportsbook. Check it out, basketball fans. The wait is over. B-ball is back. And DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So they got the NFL and the NBA. New customers can make uh, any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bet if your team wins. And in addition to the usual bets, Everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings Stepped Up. Same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook uh, app. Opt in and place a Stepped Up Same Game Parlay today. Not tomorrow. Not yesterday. Today. Again, if you're looking to bet on football uh, and you're going you're gonna to go to the London game, uh, take the under whatever the bet is under 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 points yards satisfaction under just download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use code dnvr when you sign up and make any five dollar bet this week to get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins only DraftKings sportsbook with code dnvr minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details Okay, Willy, Willy Wonka, Willy, Willy, Willy. Yes, sir. This is a this is a winnable game for the Broncos. As have most of their early season games been. I feel like uh, they won't win, <laughs> but if they lose, yeah. the rumor is they are ready to blow shit up. We talked about Hackett, Bradley Chubb, possible trade piece. Albert O seems like he's definitely gone. Jerry Judy, possible trade piece. Teams seem to be a little more interested in KJ Hamler because the asking price for Jerry Judy is a bit high. Uh, how many, how many of those pieces do you think they actually move, if any, outside of Albert O? Because they haven't. They the, Albert O hasn't been active the last two weeks. He his departure seems like a done deal, and Greg Dulcich. It's been the bright one of the bright spots the last two weeks for the offense. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I I guess you can't really you have to pick one or the other. I think with Hamler and Judy, because otherwise, oh yeah, like what are you doing to Russ at that point? Like you're you're taking away. You know, Patrick's already gone. Yep. Um, like if Corlin Sutton were to get hurt, it, you know, Kendall Hinton and Tyree Cleveland are your, you know, your X and Z receivers. Um. So, yeah, I mean, huh, it's tough. It's like,
1: who I I'm mean, just thinking about the, this. If you're the Broncos, I think you have to gauge which one of those two players actually wants to be in Denver more. And I don't think either <laughs> guy really either wants to be there. Yeah. I don't think Jerry Judy has really ever wanted to be here anywhere. He uh, <laughs> just doesn't seem happy in general. No. Uh, KJ, I think. Does but we've seen his frustrations be uh magnified on the field when he, you know, he got pissed off and was banging his helmet. Uh, last week he looked pretty dejected leaving. Judy probably still the more talented receiver in terms of his ability to get open, but like if you just give KJ Hamler all of Judy's reps, what can he do? I think there's more upside to see what you got in KJ over Judy at this point and i think judy might just be better suited to be somewhere else that said i think you can replace kj hamlers role a little bit easier with montrell washington interesting right they're both small yeah. guys who are fast um and i'm not saying montrells as good of a ball catcher as kj but in terms of size like that's like the same type of dude
0: yeah, and and we're learning. I think every year that uh, college wide receivers are closer and closer to a sure thing. Yeah, there's just so many good good ones every year, to the point where I don't want to say it's it's not like running backs, um, because like if you get a great one, you should pay one. But it's not a you know you can find a really good receiver in the second round.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like every year.
0: Every year. It's it's not uh, particularly now, difficult.
1: You gotta have a draft pick in the second
0: round. Exactly, which is why you know if, if Judy can get you a second, a second, like you might have to think about it. We can take it, just take it. The the yeah. only difference or the the thing about that is you know, you're the the teams that are in a position to go and get a Jerry Judy um, are teams that are gonna pick higher they're going to pick lower in the round I suppose um because they're good and they want to make or they're like verging on good like I know that the Giants seem like they're interested yeah in Judy Uh, I guess that would make a lot of sense I don't know how happy he would be there (laughs) um no but it's not like that's a high-powered offense I mean I would actually love to see Judy in uh this doesn't make sense either, but Miami, because <laughs> like why not? Like yeah. that would be just go all in on having three incredible receivers. Uh, two yeah, from three Alabama that already played with Tua.
1: Yeah, that seemed three like of the same receivers.
0: Those two guys like know each other so well. I mean, yeah. Judy's like Judy's a different kind of guy than than Hill. Obviously, he's a separation guy.
1: Yeah, he's closer to Waddle. Yeah, but yeah. That's just a lot of speed. That's a lot of I can these guys can all get open. Um and we saw Waddle uh was it last week? Maybe it was the week before, where he fumbled late and he also a ball bounced off his hands and went to the other team. I yeah, I think it was the week before last. So to me, that's Jerry Judy. <laughs> a little
0: bit, yeah. A little bit. Those Alabama receivers just kind of have See, uh
1: yeah. And it's hard because last week early when the Judy had a great game, like he made it a really nice catch on the sideline. Uh, he was open and and found him. He it was like what we wanted to see out of him every week. None of the catches were like tough. The, like he can be a he's a great like sideline catcher. He mm-hmm. knows he's not going to get hit by anybody like he can he can toe tap that shit. But it's. It's the tough catches, and maybe Miami's a really – that's a really unique one because he probably wouldn't have to make many of those catches there. It's like that offense designs guys to get open, and then they would have three. They're not going to do it, but I like the idea. No, it
0: would be interesting. I actually think that um, any one of these guys, like just any of them, would make sense in Minnesota. Oh, yeah? Because I think Judy would be interesting because obviously – Um, he was picked ahead of justin jefferson you get jalen rager justin jefferson and jerry judy all the same offense wow yeah yeah. all the the 2020 wide receivers um they need i think they just need like a another guy i don't think adam thielen's quite there anymore like he can make some plays in the red zone but (laughs) he's just getting a little older he's just a little older yeah i think the ability for Judy to get open would take a lot of the pressure off of Justin Jefferson on the other side. Um, They don't have like a, I don't know, Irv Smith's fine, but Albert O, I think I kind of think Kevin O'Connell would find something to do with him. Yeah. I don't know. With Albert O and, and reading all these names, especially from the 2020 draft really just underscores like life really comes at you fast. Because I remember being so excited about all three of these guys. Oh, yeah. When we I were mean,
1: watching the draft together. I was excited about all three of them just like three months ago, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like No kidding. Do you know how many fantasy leagues I took Judy and Sutton in? And it's not like Judy's putting up bad numbers at all. No, it's just consistency. It's like Judy needs to be a high target receiver and he's yes. not getting that, and he never has. Um, Albert O. I could see going to Tampa Bay. That's because interesting because their offense is struggling. They're missing. They really are missing Gronk. Uh, and Cade Otten is their leading tight end with 16 catches, no touchdowns from any of their tight ends this season.
0: They've they probably Co- want somebody. Who,
1: what's that? <laughs> They've got that other guy. Co-Keeft. Is that his name? That's right. They're the not head. using Kyle Rudolph. Uh Maybe they would trade a draft pick and Kyle Rudolph to the Broncos uh, for Albert O. Cause Kyle Rudolph just feels like uh, another tight end that the Broncos would love to have in their mix up, their mix. Yeah. Um, he fits the, the mold quite well. Yeah. Um, and maybe he can block. I can't remember. Yeah, for sure. Grossi said he would like to see Alberto in, in Green Bay. I think that's a, a possibility as well. Uh, Do you know you how know
0: pissed what? off uh, Aaron Rodgers would get at Jerry Judy the first time he like doesn't go up for a ball? <laughs> yeah. That would be – yeah. That one strikes me as, like, on paper a great fit, but once those – guys start like getting into it on the sideline yeah. it's you know yeah. it's game over
1: yeah judy would not be a good fit there he would he pu- he brings the same issue that they're currently having it's guys yeah. dropping balls guys right you know he'll get open but and rogers would see him rogers would find him more than russ has i think well, it, right green now bay, you know green what green bay needs to go get
0: like brandon cooks
1: yeah, that's what I said. Cooks would be great there. And the one of the trade pieces that's hurting, I think, the Broncos more than I thought it would is Noah Fant being gone. Like going back, if you could have sent Albert O to the Seahawks instead of Noah Fant, that probably would have been the the better move. Do you think um, they would have taken that though? I don't know. I mean, they use Noah Fant, but they have Will Disley as well. They use him. It's yeah, it just you know. I feel like Russell would have been utilizing Noah Fant a little more in this offense. But anyway, I don't Here, want to Here's like around. a
0: um uh, here's a thought though. Like just in case, if you want to back up off the ledge after hearing all that trade talk. Yeah. Um
1: what if they keep everybody?
0: No. Um that I don't know how I feel about that at this point either. We kind of need those picks. But what if we had sent Patrick Sertan to the Seahawks? Ah like, no, I know. And they didn't do it. I was you kind of expecting it. It. I was like, when I saw the rush trade announced, I was like, ah, probably have to say goodbye to Sertan. Nope. No. All we got rid of Drew. I don't miss Drew Locke. I don't miss Noah Fant. I don't like Shelby Harris is great, but I think, you know, the guys they have right now are just as good.
1: Yeah. No, they, they're the certainly not the is- problem. They figured it out. Like DJ Jones, Draymond Jones, uh, Sean Williams, like they've all been good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a fan of Shelby Harris, but it's just not, not a big deal to me.
1: I mean, yes. I don't think, I think Noah Fant would be, um, i don't know we need okay i think you would have been better than albert O. this this year it's hard to say though it's like this coaching staff does not believe in albert O. so we have a ton of receivers on this team that
0: i'm just gonna use some like sports talk radio logic here none of them have that dog in them no they just don't like they're they're like they're body catchers um the only one. Body
1: catchers huge. is such a good horror movie title.
0: Body catchers would be great. Body uh, catchers. Invasion of the body catchers. Wow! How many passes <laughs> will they drop this year? <laughs> There's a video. There's a video that's gonna get eighteen thousand views. Yeah. But is gonna be good. Yep. Um, the Tim Patrick thing is obviously huge because he. Def- I do think he has that dog in him.
1: Yeah, no. Sure. If, we, if we the one guy who did is gone. Sutton does at times. He
0: does at um, times. Uh he showed it though like against Sauce, he needed to really really like fight for that ball so he either catches it. Yeah. Cuz he could have caught that fourth down ball or you know, you play it up and you get a PI. Because he really he didn't seem like he cared.
1: It's like Nobody seems he like he like obviously got interfered
0: me. with. That was very, very clear interference, multiple times. Yeah. On soft. Beg For
1: the fucking flag, make it like a. Get scene. animated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking like. Show I don't know. some
1: fucking fire. You're right. That's a good point. Totally. I didn't even think about that part of it. Uh, and yeah, so
0: you know, throw your hands up in the air, get a flag at least one of those times,
1: complain to the ref a little bit. Yeah. Get a yeah. fucking like unsportsmanlike penalty for yelling at the ref. At this point, I don't. This care. This is
0: like. If this was baseball, Nathaniel Hackett, like the move for him right now would be to get thrown out of a game. Yeah. Arguing or with basketball, him. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like totally, you know, get tossed out. It happens in football sometimes, but um, yeah. maybe you should think about that. He's just not that kind of guy, though.
1: Yeah, somebody needs to show some fire, and it has to come from the offense. I think you're right. Even if they're losing, it's just got to be somebody who's got to look like they really, really want it out there. Yeah. And nobody does. None of the skill players do. Um, I'm not going to throw like the offensive line under the bus because I think no, they it a hard job. last week thought Billy Turner came in and did a decent job, but like your QB needs to be that guy, uh, your receivers, one of the running back, somebody, we know Melvin Gordon's like half checked out, uh, sucks because Mike Boone looked good and then he got hurt. So they're bringing yeah. in, they signed Marlon Mack, mm-hmm. uh,
0: See how that goes. I don't know. He looked
1: good three years ago in Indianapolis. He had a great,
0: like, great season in 2019.
1: Um, just you're right. They're missing something there, and I think maybe also what we're seeing is we saw flashes from some of these guys with with Drew Locke, basically. Yeah. Um, so Cortland Sutton, especially. You know, he missed a whole season. Judy missed a lot of time, but we saw flashes where we're like. These guys are going to be great with Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're just not as good as we thought they were, too. That's part of the problem. That's
0: possible. Yeah, that's certainly possible. I mean...
1: It's hard to say Like when we know Russ is not seeing some of these guys when they're open, like. but I don't know. Anyway, Hmm. how do we get out of this podcast?
0: Good Lord. Um, Trade everybody. Trade them Um, all. Burn it to the ground. Trade ourselves.
1: Daniel Hackett to the moon.
0: Yep. Uh, Make Jerry Rosberg the head coach. He seems to be the most competent one in the organization. Is that the game
1: manager, dude?
0: Yeah, it's the babysitter.
1: Fuck yeah. I mean, if Mike McCarthy has figured out how to be an NFL head coach and all he does is he doesn't do anything. He relies on his OC and his DC. uh, That game manager can do Hackett's job and just give the play calling to somebody else.
0: Uh one one last thing I want to say about the coaches. Um you know it kind of made the news when Justin Outen said that like he hadn't they're seen his sleeping. family in a week. Oh yeah. And they're sleeping at the facility. Sleeping I don't think that makes you sleeping. I don't think that makes you better at your job. No. <laughs> I think uh I think you should go home and see your family. And like remember Hackett before the season was talking about how like Friday nights are for, you know, players and coaches to go spend time with their family. Yeah. What happened to that?
1: Yeah, it's like you need to rest for creativity. Like, yeah. Uh, you and I know that because we're in the creative field. Mm-hmm. But play calling, yeah, it's creative. A creative job, and you need to reset your fucking brain, or you're just gonna get worse. Like you're gonna spiral in the wrong direction. Uh, you're gonna make more mistakes, the same mistakes. Get some rest, refresh that brain, look at shit with fresh eyes. Uh, yeah, and, and
0: like also and just be a good, you know, family man too. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, now the yeah. That part as well. I mean, Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls while neglecting yeah. his family. So it's hard. It's hard to say not no, to do that too. That's
0: a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. Damn, you know what's funny is that uh, what's that? I said, damned if you do, damned if you
1: don't. That's right. I've heard, uh, I think it was DMAC this week saying the Broncos should trade Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <These> nobody, guys... <laughs> go ahead. You're the only person I've heard, you know, mention that you can trade cash for coaches. Uh, why would you give up a, you know, a player for for a coach i don't also what we'll
0: the saints need bradley chubb for this season yeah,
1: yeah. anyway it's like these
0: guys you know in respect to Derek wolf who's now you know his d-max partner they have a lot of time they have to kill but they just spin a wheel <laughs> they just spin yeah. a wheel and they land on a certain take then they spin another wheel with another take and they mash them together
1: mash those takes we, we should, should do that a for a segment sometimes yeah, it should just be like a bunch of coaches and player names that you spin. Yeah. Land on Hackett and then you spin another wheel and it's, it's an like, action,
0: like a trade or cut,
1: or you know. Yeah. And you have to defend it. Yeah. Works at Walmart for this season. <laughs> Maybe that's Probably. the entire coaching staff needs to go to Walmart and do their job during the bye yeah. week. Do the job at Walmart for one week during the bye. So that you can reappreciate uh, how lucky you are to be a coach in the NFL. I think
0: uh, he might be a little bit overqualified, but Nathaniel Hackett would probably make the greatest, like,
1: Walmart greeter
0: of oh, all time.
1: The positivity, the smile, the yeah. persona, personability, person whatever. I'm no, fired up to be here at Walmart. Hell yeah. <laughs> We've got some great deals for you today. Don't forget to check out the produce aisle. It is a fire sale. Just like our team. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening to the Broncos podcast. We're going to do uh we'll have our pick em episode up tomorrow. Yep. It will be the fastest pick them episode. It's of called the, week. the
0: fastest three minutes in sports. And we just came
1: up with that name. We just did. Good night. And good luck. ACL. Hey, do you know what time it is? It's basketball time. That's right. NBA fans. The wait is over in the hard court. In the paint, B ball is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, well, it's an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Opt in and place a stepped up same game parlay today with payouts bigger than ever. Drafting Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA and I do the bets to the Nuggets. How many times will I bet on the Nuggets to score 200 points this season? Three. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.